Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're now listening to TMZ Verified, the podcast. Make sure to check us out every week for free on Wednesdays. And make sure to like, follow, subscribe with us on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, full episodes are available on YouTube. Just search the TMZ Podcast Network. On to the show. Yup, it's TMZ Verified, the podcast. I'm Wild. I'm Steph. And I'm Isaac. Okay, hoes. Hi. Should I say hoes? Am I going to get in trouble for saying hoes? That's the energy. Okay, okay, people. Happy. Hump day. Second day of summer. I'm so happy. Hot girl summer is here. I've been oh, thawing off all winter long. You were crazy <laughs> this weekend. I was looking at my Wait. stories and uh, I'm like, is this the right person? Okay, I don't want to talk about making. Wild, Wild's always like, I'm I hibernate I never at leave home. my I house. house. Uh, 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 this we weekend, are not talking about me. This no. weekend I see him. Ow, ow, ow. I'm tapping through the stories. I'm like, oh. I'm my. like, who huh. is this? Uh, no, 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 no. My life is not that crazy. But you had a great time. I did. But we got some other stuff going on. Yeah. Should we get into some stories? Let's do it. Some actual stories. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to kick it off with this story. Elon Musk's transgender daughter files to change her name, dropping the last name Musk. In fact, she's changing her full name and legally declaring her gender identity. The documents were filed in L.A. County by Xavier Musk, the name given at birth. And now since she's turning 18, she wants her name to be Vivian Jenna Wilson. And in these documents, she lists the reason for the name change. And let's just prepare ourselves. I'm going to quote here, okay? All right. Gender identity and the fact that I no longer live with or wish to be related to my biological father in any way, shape, or form. Okay, give the coins back. Like, I mean, I just... Wow. I'm sorry, I'm going to let you finish. Now, keep in mind, neither Elon or Vivian has previously ever said anything about the relationship or even the transition. But in case you missed it, on December 16, 2020, so a little think back here, Elon Musk tweeted, I absolutely support trans, but all these pronouns are an aesthetic nightmare. Oh, don't. He also tweeted on July 24th, 2020, pronouns suck. So she's saying that essentially she just wants to separate herself from her father as a whole. And it makes sense because for contact, like context clarification on this, Vivian's mom and Elon's ex-wife tweeted on June 20th, 2022, so not long ago, I'm very proud of you. And Vivian replying, I'm proud of myself. So I think what we have going on here is one parent who she feels is supportive and then one parent she feels is not. And she wants to change her name to, which I can totally relate to in like my personal life. Like I want to change my last name too. So I can totally see that. She feels supported by her mom, not by her dad. Yeah, I see that too. And I think all power to her that she is you know brave enough to step up and say like i do not want to be related to this man who is a public figure to like everybody and everyone knows who he is um so for her to kind of go ahead and do that is all power to her um i'm happy for her i mean i understand where she's coming from i mm-hmm. get it but with a last name like musk that's like your last name being hilton mm-hmm. or like Mm-hmm. Rockefeller. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like... But I feel like she's like, I do not care. But do you also like, my, not... My care. power is more my identity and who I am than is a more last, important. Than a, no, than a last I, name. I, I, 
appreciate that. You're like, like I would never, person, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like. <laughs> well, like, to clarify, I think what you were mentioning before is, like, what I said about she wants to change it because gender identity and the fact that she no longer lives with or wishes to be related to her biological gotcha. father. Okay. So that's her reasoning. Well, I think when you add in those those things, like she no longer wishes to be related to her biological father, that I think makes it makes sense. sense. And I think that yeah. we also don't really know the depths of their relationship. So for her to be able to distance herself from somebody like Elon Musk, I don't know. I mean, it must right. be. It, it must, must be, be pretty. Yeah, it must be some serious, more serious things going on and that there. That must but... be so scary to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to public. Come public. I, yeah, because they're not. It's not like she's like a public. I don't know what exactly. Like yeah. in my brain, I'm not thinking like exactly what she looks like. But her father's so famous that mm-hmm. it may just be something she needs for mental health reasons or just overall life. Yeah, I feel that totally. What do you got um, for me, Wild? All right, guys. So look, it's a sad day for Logan Paul, or I guess it was a sad time for Logan Paul a while ago because he came out recently and talked about what he called one of the saddest moments in his life. Um, so Logan claimed that The Rock ghosted him after his suicide forest scandal in 2017. Um, I remember that. Mm-hmm. No, oh, that was I, like... Do you guys remember so, that video? Oh, I was uh, YouTube like crazed at the time. Do I remember? Right. So Logan said that the situation, or he talked about the situation during an appearance on the True Gordy podcast. Um, the clips have been going around. Um, but basically, the 20, he's 27 now, but he talked about that time going to Suicide Forest, which prompted that outcry. And it was like, cancel Logan Paul. Um, and he, like I said, he, he's been chatting about it, and he said he was really sad that The Rock stopped talking to him. Let's play what he said. After uh, Japan happened, found myself in a hole, rightfully so, extremely low mentally. And I got a call from my publicist. She's like, hey, Dwayne has asked that you remove every uh, picture and video that you've you've done with him. He basically wants nothing to do with you. You know, I made a grotesque error, but I just wish I would have gotten like a call. I kind of got goosebumps. I think I it was know. also just yeah, extra I, dramatic, yeah. but let me tell y'all asses right now. If y'all do some messed up sh- I don't know you. Like, I no, mean, I, I know you, but, I, like, you... I don't feel bad for yeah. him. I totally get where The Rock's coming yeah. from. Yeah. <laughs> when that... that goosebumps then? <laughs> <laughs> when that whole thing happened on YouTube, uh-huh. not only were celebrities freaking out and publicly being like, what is wrong with you, Logan Paul? But the fans were freak. Everyone was freaking out. So I totally get it. Yeah, no doubt The Rock is going to say, I don't want anything to do with this guy after he just posted that video online for the world to see. Mm-hmm. I feel like... And just for context, people, this is like the forest is at the lower end of Mount Fuji in Japan, but it is a place where people are known to go and commit suicide. So the video that Logan posted was Inside a, a guy that was a body from a person that apparently committed suicide. And The Rock is like, I, I'm a chill. Yeah, and in the video, he's very casual about it, not very... I feel like um, him and his friends were like, like kind of laughing, laughing in yeah. the forest. Right, so with the sparkly clean image that The Rock has, mm-hmm. I totally can see this happening. Yeah, no, sure. I feel like I'm the same way. Like, if you do some messed up stuff, you could be walking down the street. Listen, I wouldn't know a thing. Do like, you guys, <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> do you guys think they've talked since? Uh, mm-hmm. So, Logan talked about that. They haven't had, like, a conversation from what he says. Okay. But he did say that he got a DM from The Rock a couple of months ago responding to a video that he posted, just, like, laughing. So, oh, so a little like, bit. I guess, a little like, bit. A little bit. Like, they might not be best friends. You might not see The Rock in a Logan Paul video, but it's A little communication. Like, yeah, right. yeah. Like, he don't completely hate him, but, yeah, same. Got it. Mm-hmm. What about you, Isaac? What do right. you got for me? So... The past two weeks in the influencer slash A-lister famous people world has been absolutely crazy. 
um, Haley Bieber came out with her skincare line, um, Road Beauty. Road is her uh, middle name. And she came out with that line last week. And as everyone has seen on their social media, this has been going crazy. Uh, they had a huge launch party last Thursday night. Um, all her friends showed up, you know, all the A-listers were there. We probably saw, you saw it on TikTok. Yeah, for context, and... everyone, there's not one influencer on Instagram yeah. <laughs> or TikTok not talking about this I was launch. like scrolling on my For You page, every single video was video. From, the, yeah. from the uh release party. Looked awesome. Um, and then you have today, um, Skin, S-K-N-N, which is Kim Kardashian skincare line that launched as well. So this is what I want to ask you guys and ask those listeners. How do, you know, they're kind of in the same space. You know, these, you know, Kim and Haley. Yes, mm -hmm. Kim. They both have huge mm -hmm. support systems, but they're supporting each other. How does, you know, one support one skincare and not the other or both at the same time? Are people using these products? You know, Haley sold out in minutes. Haley's um, kit was three lip glosses and two other face products for $106 and Kim's was nine products for $575. Okay, this is where I'm going to start with this. This is where I'm going to start with this. So for one, I do want to point out that Haley, this is the first time we're really seeing her as her when it comes to a product other than like modeling, which we've seen her in Vogue, we've seen her blah, blah. This is her first thing with her name on it. She goes, I fully support this and I have a lot my hands in this for sure. So this is really exciting for Haley and for fans to really get to see the first time that she's done something. Let's compare to Kim. First of all, I was one of those people that was skeptical, skeptical, skeptical about <laughs> skeptical. <laughs> I was the one that was skeptical about skims. I tried skims, I will never go back. It is the best thing on the planet mm. earth, okay? Everyone says that. I think they can support each other, but I do, for some reason, even though they're both skincare, they're two different things for me. Two different things. I don't know. I'm telling you, maybe it's just being a girl myself. I have so I, many products. Like Yeah, but I feel like are people picking, I'm going to, you know. No, I'm trying both. They're trying both. A hundred percent. I'll wash my face with soap and water, so I'm like, I don't... <laughs> You're not in this whole conversation is, like, above me. Well, then I, I can, like, inform you. Like, I'm definitely going to try both because I not only support both in my head, like, anything that they... I love Haley, mm, what, I love Kim, but... What about the sisters? This is what gets me. The sisters that are promoting, like, Road all last week, even... Chloe was saying, I'm so proud of you, sis, like all this stuff. And then they're promoting their actual sister, Kim. It's like their support can definitely be there for both of them. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's so. And then they're all going to go to Kim's probably Kim's launch, party launch party in a few days. 100%. And then be like, this is the best thing to use. And it's like it confuses people because you're like, wait, you just told me last week. Cause, you know, people are very influenced by what these people have to say. Mm -hmm. So it's like last week you guys told me to buy Road, And now this week you're telling me to buy Skin. I think SKM. they're both great products. Definitely from what I've heard, I haven't tried them, but I'm, from what I've heard, they're both great. Like yeah. all of Kim's businesses that she has are great. And then everyone who's tried Road Beauty. Yeah. And then uh, for skincare. something exclusive that I want to bring to the table that mm -hmm. just happened like 45 minutes ago. Um, Road New York City is a clothing brand and they actually are suing Road Beauty for um, trademark infringement. No way. Wow. Yeah. 
So they're basically saying that there is a huge miscommunication with consumer confusion. A lot of people Mm. have been tagging road um, clothing NYC, which is like the brand in their, you know, Instagrams and Mm -hmm. stuff, but by accidentally tagging road beauty. So it's causing, you know, a bunch of confusion and they're already going, you know. I would also like to say that Lori Harvey has a skincare line that is SKN. Literally pronounced yes, the exact same way as Kim's. Yeah. So, I mean, I ain't saying nothing, but I'm saying something. Yeah, we'll see where this... Uh... You're right. That's true. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. That was brought up, too. But, um, yeah, for this road, you know, lawsuit, we'll see. I think there's room for both of them on the market. Mm-hmm. Sephora's not going to bat an eye. <laughs> no, but it's not the same right. name. It's Ro- Road is already a clothing brand, yeah. and it's like a well-known clothing brand. Yeah. Right. That so, one's confusing to me, and I don't, I don't know where that's going to go. I, I hope for the <laughs> the clothing company, this at least got them a little clout. I mean, I guess. I mean, you know, I think it definitely <laughs> did. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Well, if you are just as confused about skincare, beauty products as me, this next interview is going to be the one for you. So we talked to Amanda Pivillard recently gave us like not only did she give us like basic skincare tips but y'all she has this new beauty collection called Radiant. It is amazing and she tested it on me if you want to watch the YouTube version of this podcast this is the one to watch because you can see the makeup products mm-hmm. on my skin and let's just say I was glowing. I yes. feel like I have to buy everything. No TMZ it's... Podcast Network on YouTube check it out Steph Skin glowing. Next <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, she really got into like the inside of the beauty world but then also being an influencer she's super young and probably one of the most influential people in the beauty space at Mm -hmm. that age right now i would say awesome here we go amanda radiate it's awesome check it out welcome back to team z verified i'm steph i'm wild i'm amanda and today we are here with amanda but she is the beauty guru that you need to know Mm -hmm. she is going to tell us all about her makeup brand she's going to tell us what she's going to do next what she's been up i love how i'm like "Mm mm-hmm and i have no idea about anything beauty like i'm just like yes hey we'll talk about it today okay but amanda before we even get into like the beauty and all the things amazing things you're doing right now where did it all start? Because I know you got on Instagram around 2014-ish. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really start creating any sort of, like, content until, like, 2019. So, honestly, mm. way later than that. But I've been on the internet for a minute. I think I had Instagram, like, the month it came out. Right. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So, it's been a minute. But I feel like a lot of us, I mean, we all kind of probably had Instagram in the very beginning. But mm-hmm. what was it that made you be like, all right, I can take this app where people are just posting photos and kind of capitalize off of it. Because you said you were on it from the beginning, but it took you a while to actually figure out how to like maneuver. So what was that? Yeah, for sure. It's kind of a like crazy journey. So I actually moved out to Los Angeles to pursue acting. And I was Mm. only supposed to be here for like a summer when I was 15. And I took a little risk and I took a test called the Chesapeake where you can test out of high school in California. I took that test, found out I passed like two weeks before I was supposed to go back and finish high school, called my parents and told them, hey, guys, love you so much. I will not be coming back. You're like, just kidding. (laughs) It was unreal. I was sleeping in my old dance teacher's hallway for a minute. It was like a whole journey, like really roughing it. But Mm -hmm. I knew that I wanted to be an actress and I was like. I have to be in LA to do that. So I moved out here full time. And then obviously living out here, as you guys know, you meet a lot of people in the industry. And that was really my introduction into social media being something where you could make money and create a career. And I really fell in love with the whole backside of social media, like the editing process and the creative process with acting. 
that's an industry that can take a really long time to break into and you also don't always have the creative control that you want going into it so youtube was a really cool place for me to be 100 in control from the ideas to the production to the editing and everything so i would say like 2019 was when i really figured that out and started hustling on my youtube channel so it definitely was okay i came here for acting i'm gonna be an actress but then i'm also gonna be a makeup guru and do the youtube and social media thing where did you really start to see okay i can do this mm -hmm. for the long haul with this social media makeup thing how did you really make that transition you know, what? I think it was mostly just about like believing in myself and having a passion for it. Like I've always loved talking about makeup and beauty, and that's always been something that I've enjoyed digesting content wise, even as a like consumer and myself. So I feel like for me, it was kind of just after I had put out like maybe five or six videos and saw that even if like 100 people were watching and one person was commenting that I was doing something that they could relate to or I said something that was helpful for them in their makeup routine, like whatever it was, it was honestly just building the community around me slowly but surely that helped me really want to do this full time. I feel like it's always interesting when we talk to like, not that I'm calling you young, but like you at some point kind of made that decision of like, okay, I'm going to be like this young person and I'll live this great life, but I also am an entrepreneur. But like, how do you manage that at someone, we won't say your age, but how do you manage that as a young person? Because I'm like, when I was young, it was bus, club, another club, like I'm always <laughs> somewhere. Oh, I love it. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've always been kind of an old soul and I've always been really like work oriented. I was super involved in school when I was in school and that was like a huge thing for me. So the transition to like working full time was honestly always very fun for me. And like I said, like, this is such an incredible job that we get to do, like creating content of any kind or being in the creative space in any way and actually being able to like make an income off of it that you can survive on. I think that's like the luckiest job that you can have in the world. So I don't know. I feel like I was always just really organized and like really stuck in this is what I want to do. Obviously, if you move out of your house at 15 and your parents let you to a certain extent do that they know that you have a good head on your shoulders and you know how to hustle so I think it was really just trusting in myself did you get any pushback from your parents when you were like I'm I'm out of here oh yeah my mom was pissed she was like no <laughs> you're coming back you're going to school like you're going to college right. you're finishing and then you can go pursue everything and I was like uh it's a little <laughs> too late for that I don't know I don't know I don't think so so Something stole the family dog and never went home <laughs> Too. It wasn't really the family dog is the problem. You're like, listen, I need it. Yeah. I need it. Something that really shocked me about you in the best way that I was like, wow, this girl's got a good head on her shoulders. You are sober and you're like super open about that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been sober for like a year and four months now. And um, that was another decision for me that I was just like, I wanted to stay focused. It's definitely, I think, something that a lot of influencers get caught up in right. out here especially you know? at your age yeah. yeah and when you move out at a super young age and you have access to a lot of things that other people your age don't have you know that's a lot of exposure really early on when you're young I learned a lot really fast and for me and my mental health I know I have OCD so that's something that can be really like taxing especially when you're drunk like you know normal people get like the morning after like hangover anxiety when you add OCD into that that's like a whole other beast so mm. For me, going sober has been really easy. Like, I haven't even 
right. missed like, it in any way. But you can just tell how grounded you are and like serious you are about your career and all of that stuff. I do want to know when I think about makeup influencers and like beauty gurus, who were the ones that you were watching before you started your channel that really inspired you, like your faves? Oh, yeah. I grew up on like Jaclyn Hill. Like I used to love watching Champagne her stuff. Pop. Amanda Steele, I used to love watching her stuff. There were so many. Nikki Tutorials, love her stuff. I mean, I I grew up on everything. Like I was just binging those videos. My Christmas list every year from the time I was like probably 11 was like a whole Sephora haul. Like that's all it, it was. <laughs> so. It. All right, I'll, I'm going to play your parents' advocate for a second. So what, what was the thing you were supposed to do when you were like, you need to go to your mom's, like you need to go to college. What was at least your parent-approved plan? Yeah, I mean, the parent-approved plan looked very different. I think my parents always knew that this was a career path that I was interested in and that mm -hmm. I wanted to pursue. I've been acting since I was literally a toddler, so they knew that that was in the works, that was in the mm -hmm. plan for me, but they definitely wanted me to finish school first and go to college. I was supposed to be student body president, the year that I dropped okay, out, well. it was like, <laughs> I was like heavily, heavily involved in the school scene and fully prepared to be on that college trajectory. Mm. I have no idea what I would have studied. I probably would have changed my major like 14 times. Every other college um, yeah, school. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I'm not opposed ever in the future to going to school either. I just felt like the normal timeline of how that worked out wasn't what was best for me and wasn't what was right for my journey but I would for sure go to school at some point I loved learning I loved being in school it just was like I'm young I'm here this industry was ready for me and I and wanted you to pop start in out. like it's like yeah you know I will say when it comes to beauty gurus and you specifically it shocks me not shocks me but really you grew way faster than most people do way faster yeah do you want to like maybe share what you think was the moment you were like oh like this is viral or oh my gosh this is my career now yeah you know I don't have like a specific moment or like post that I felt like went crazy viral if anything like the first year that I went to Coachella that was like my first video to get over like 500,000 views on YouTube and I was like holy cow that's so many people <laughs> right. like obviously losing my mind so if any like big viral video made me really feel like oh I'm doing this as a career now it was it was that one but to be honest with you as fast as it seemed from the outside looking in like I just kind of felt like I was ready for it and I was meant for it so it never seem seemed like oh my God, like this is happening all of a sudden. I felt like I had been working really hard and putting a lot out there. And and so the feedback that I received, it wasn't like any sort of overwhelming or like shocking experience. Obviously not everyone like takes off right mm -hmm. away when they start a career in this. And I still have a long way to go, but I think that, I don't know, it honestly all just seemed like it was like meant to happen. Do you feel like it was one of those situations where they'll always say like overnight success, it might seem like an overnight success to the rest of us, but like behind closed doors, you're like, I've been stressed for years. Like, was For it one sure, of for sure. I mean, like I literally slept in a hallway for yeah. like a year and a half. And I'm not talking like, oh, she slept in a hallway. It was like a one bedroom. Like, no, I was in a hallway. Like I had a curtain up that divided my room from the rest of the house mm. and my room being the hallway with a twin mattress. Uh, right. Like it was wild. So I was, I was hustling for a while. I worked at a fitness studio and like, what all of the, the things that go into content creating, it takes a long time to learn how to edit and do all of those things. So. What is the weirdest job you've had in your hustle struggle phase, if you can recall? I was a nanny for like 
technically two kids, but it actually ended up being like ten kids because they were allowed to bring friends home. What? So you was nanny for the whole school. block? Like, oh, I was literally, and I was also like, you have to remember, like sixteen years mm-hmm. old, watching like a baby and like nine other kids. So that was for sure the most ridiculous thing I did, and also the most stressful thing I did. Well, you did grow really fast because I think you really went into this like, okay, I'm gonna take this seriously. I'm going to really, really focus. And that's why I think you could launch your brand, Radiate. Yeah, I mean. Because you had this, not just a fan base, but you created this. I mean, when I'm even watching your videos, I'm like, oh, she's connected. It's not just you're posting video. You're, like, talking to your subscribers. You're talking to your fans. Like, you're making sure you have a relationship with them. Is that why you really started Radiate? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that building a community that you are actually invested in on the Internet is the most important thing that's the only way I really think that you can have like a fulfilling platform in in this industry is if you build a community and you stand for something and radiate um was really all about that like I wanted to give something to the people that follow me that I'm passionate about that I put a lot of work into but also something that could be you know an experience for them that would make them feel empowered and and that's really the whole message behind radiate is like makeup that goes beyond just making you feel beautiful on the outside. I want people to really feel beautiful on the inside and feel that sense of community and and feel the hard work that I put into it, you know? For someone who's never heard of Radiate, your makeup brand, which is insane that you have a makeup brand. Thank you that so much. That is such <laughs> an accomplishment. You have no idea. I think, do you, well, my question is, do you, can you describe to someone who, for example, like Wild, like a guy. No idea what it is. What is Radiate? (laughs) What would you describe Radiate as? Yeah, so Radiate by Amanda is my makeup company. It's a makeup collection right now. We just did our first drop in April, and we sold out last month, so that was pretty crazy. Crazy. Really, really cool. Which, okay, not to cut you off, but, like, the actual packaging, sis, is, like, next level. Thank you And I'm all about, like, the vintage-y, like, throwback groovy. Like, it's groovy as fuck. It's very 70s, but I'm very 70s. Like, I like it. Same, same. same. Yes. I love that. I've always leaned towards 70s fashion, so I knew that that Mm, needed to be a part of, like, the brand messaging and the imagery. So that was super exciting. Um, And for anyone that, like, doesn't understand, like, Radiate, like you were talking Mm -hmm. about, like, um, it's a a makeup company. We make high-quality makeup. It's all clean, fragrance-free, vegan. Um, Yeah, just it's really more about being a transparent makeup company out there now. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Okay, I have a question. What For the people who don't know what vegan makeup is, like what makes it... 
not vegan or vegan? Yeah, so just any animal like based products that might be included in as an ingredient or if they're tested on animals. Ah. So we're we're cruelty free and vegan and Oh, I like that. Yeah, what? it's just like vegan food. It's I'm like vegan makeup. just because. No, <laughs> you can get gluten-free makeup. That I'm, that all exists. It's oh, not just food. I like that. I like it. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that on our other episode. <laughs> like what exactly makes like cruelty-free vegan makeup? Like what does that mean? Um, I want to know how you came up with the name Radiate because I know if someone came up to me right now and goes, okay, you're going to have a makeup brand, what are you going to name it? I'd be like, you got to give me a dictionary. <laughs> like, I don't know. How did you come up with Radiate, the name? Radiate sort of like came, it, it didn't happen right away. Like we had the idea for the makeup company and I started developing what I wanted to look like and what I wanted the products to be. And then as we were creating the collection, I wanted to obviously create like a brand story and a bigger message. And Radiate sort of just hit me, one, because it felt like it was very 70s for some reason, mm -hmm. just like, I don't know. Wow, that's that so off. good that you picked up I on saw, that. I'm, just, I'm like I very mean, proud. Yep. And stuff. then <laughs> two, that I think, you know, when you're being the best version of you in, in any way, you like radiate from within, right? Like That's glow, what we right? all want. Oh. And so that was really where that came from. And I feel like it fits so well. I'm obsessed with the name and I walk around saying like, hey, radiate all the time. <laughs> and I've embroidered it on like every piece of clothing I own. So oh my God, I love embroidery. <laughs> I love that. Same. Do you want to say why, because me and you were talking, do you want to say why you named certain products, certain products? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so the brand has like kind of a brand mantra. There's three products and their names are Rose Colored Glasses, Glow Away, and Golden Aura. And I went through a breakup <laughs> with my ex. And at that time, we were naming products in the collection. And part of the story I wanted to tell was about like being empowered and removing the rose colored mm -hmm. glasses and like seeing a situation for what it was. So the mantra is kind of like once you remove the rose colored glasses, you can say glow away to anyone or anything that doesn't bring you light and radiate your golden aura. So there's like a whole bar. thing. Right. It's a whole bar. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be a rapper next. Right. Oh, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. I think that's so, just iconic. Can you imagine breaking up with someone and then they come out with a makeup brand and you're like. <laughs> Damn. Wild. Well, we actually got back together for like a short period of time after I had named the collection and it was like about to come out. And I was like, little do you know. <laughs> there's a whole makeup collection coming out. And it, the names are inspired by everything you put me through. So. <laughs> it's yeah. just iconic. Um, I feel like beauty and like makeup and like the whole industry has kind of exploded and I don't know why I'm asking this question because y'all like you don't know what you're talking about but like I even as someone who's not in the makeup like I see it everywhere it's on my timeline it's all do you feel like that kind of creates like bad standards for like beauty for people like do you feel like it's kind of like too much in your face when it comes to like being beautiful and all these things as someone who's in the space yeah I mean for sure a huge thing with social media is like comparison and beauty standards and all of these social constructs that we've set up and I think that it can always get overwhelming mm -hmm. and it's really more about like checking yourself and maintaining like your own role that you play on social media whether you're a creator or someone digesting content like yeah. Even when I'm scrolling, if I if I start to get too deep into the beauty content and I'm like, wait, I need to be doing this treatment and this right. treatment, like get off, get out. You know, <laughs> you have to take everything with a grain of salt and and approach everything for yourself and how it fits into your life, because there's always going to be an overwhelming abundance of information flooding into the beauty, fitness, wellness space, of course. Oh, yeah, totally. I think I want to know, do you consider Radiate an inexpensive like 
You know how there's Sephora, where it's like the more glamour and expensive, and then there's drugstore brands. Where does it radiate sit in between those? If you radiate is for sure like luxury quality makeup. As far as the pricing goes, I obviously wanted it to be accessible for everyone that follows me. So we did our best to get the pricing as low as possible, but they're for sure luxury makeup products, like top of the line ingredients. The packaging I obviously think is so beautiful and yeah, everything about it would be something that you'd be able to walk into Sephora and purchase. Do you think that with when it comes to makeup and you're like getting ready in the morning, do you reach more for the drugstore or more expensive brands or good mix like as a makeup artist yourself? It's a good mix. It's really fun being in this industry because I'm super lucky in that a lot of the times makeup companies will send me their launches and like send me products to try. So I have a really good variety of drugstore and and high-end makeup and I use it all. I love everything. What's a PR brand you're trying to like get on ASAP? Oh my god, Makeup by Mario. Please Ooh. call me. See, even I know that. Like, they dropped a new bronzer. That? I'm like, can I get some of that please it looks so good okay so you want to be on makeup by mario's pr list what what's the one what's, what's one more oh my goodness like your ultimate favorite you know what i've actually never tried anything from kylie cosmetics so really? i think oh. if anything i would want to just like try some of her products i would be super curious speaking of kylie do you eventually want to be in stores like kylie or do you want to be more of like the glossier route where you're online only like what do you i would love to be in stores i think that that is so cool and i think obviously the more people that have access to your product the better the more places that it can be seen it would be crazy to walk into a sephora and buy and it's just like yeah it's like the radiate situation that would be a huge dream for sure um so I have a question. What are your like go to beauty things? Am I asking a question right, Steph? Yes, that, yeah, <laughs> that's totally. a question. No, totally. I was like just thinking like that's a really good question. Yeah. I want to know. Look at her face right now. That's what oh, I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yes, what is your like go to products? Um, go to products. Okay, this sounds really ridiculous, but I bought an ice roller recently. That's not like okay. a makeup product, but no, that but has changed. Is that the little thing life. where people be like rolling there? sort of kind of okay. I've seen people even just like fill a bowl with ice I've and then like too. dip their face in and I'm kind of into that as well but I have a lot of <laughs> hair so I feel like maybe yeah. that's not the best route to take on an everyday basis <laughs> I don't necessarily need to wash my hair and right, ice right. my face uh, but it's just like an ice roller you put it in the freezer and you ice your face and I wake up puffy and I'm talking like especially if I'm traveling or something like when I go to New York for mm-hmm. fashion week mm-hmm. the, I have to be there like two days early because it takes my face, like, my face two days to go down you gotta wait for the swelling literally so I love my ice roller my favorite makeup product of all time is my highlight golden aura I think I have it pretty much drenched all over my entire body today so you can definitely see it right now but yeah that's my favorite my favorite let's take product. a look at it what does it look like Please. let's look I will apply it to your face if you want. So we're looking at like a gold packaging situation. Gold packaging situation. So cute. It's almost buttery, which is good for Highlight Wild. Just so if there's any guys listening, buttery highlight. Super creamy. Super creamy. You almost want that like wet vibe. I know that mm. doesn't sound appealing, but I love That's a highlight look that good. looks like That's wet on the skin. I'm like, is this a commercial? I'm, I'm like, it I gotta buy my girl I'm these like, products. I'll, like. I'll model it. Put it on me. Put it on me. Okay, Let's wait. See. You want me to put it on you? Yeah, so basically, if you're listening to this right now, she's putting this gorgeous... All right, so for the people that are listening and you can't actually see what's going on right now, I do have an actual question. You can still yell. Don't worry. What are, like, are there steps to become... Like, can you go to makeup school? Yeah. You can. 
Or do you have to learn? Like, where do you learn how to well, do makeup? Well, not Amanda because she's a pro from Wait, no, but I'm just glowing. talking about like. Oh my god! It is, is that kind what of I look like, like right now? Yeah. That's what I'm. What's going on? Um, with I that? wish I could see myself. I'm like, does it come in black? Because I might want some. Oh, <laughs> not you wanting some. Not you buying some later. Do you want some? No, I might. I might get some for my girl. Because I'll know, give you I don't some highlight right no, now. No. I want it. I don't even know what I look. I'm like. sure. I'm it sure I'll glow. Like I'm sure I'll glow. No, yeah, you right. just turned your head to the left, and I was like, "Well, you're right, my left." Oh. And I was well, like, I was "Seeing if it was gonna." What is on her face? And then I realized I just put that. I did that. I love it. I love it. There are three products in the Radiate collection. Okay. I brought two of them with me today. I didn't bring the blush, but we have the lip gloss and Glow mm. Away. This is my go-to. She's so moisturizing, Ooh. and she looks good over any lipstick. It's got like a little golden undertone to it. You can oh kind God. of see. Very seventies. All the branding is very similar. Super gold. And then this is the highlight in Golden Aura, which is all over my face, my nose, my cheeks, my cheekbones. <laughs> And it looks like the it looks a little different in the pan. It's yeah. beautiful. But when you swatch it, she's like this stunning gold color. So mm. here, swatch it on obsessed. wild skin. Swatch yeah. it on because I'm so dark. Let's <laughs> give you like a little. Looks okay. great on all skin oh. tone. Oh, okay. It's like looking, a little highlight. Okay. It's on my cheeks. <laughs> I go and we she's glow. She's so it. good. <laughs> I'm like collab. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Is it actually good for all skin though? Like if I put this on my face? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put that big of a clump <laughs> of highlight. <laughs> On your face, like on your cheeks, you might look a little ridiculous. I might look like, a little casket sharp. But if you're sharp, really feeling yourself, a little swoosh, a little, a little she's so good. Okay, she's okay. So good. And the other product that you didn't bring, which one is that? So that's a cream blush. That's called Rose Colored Glasses. It kind of looks like a glue stick, if you will. <laughs> I love it, that. It's a cream blush. Right. Um, and she's a super oh, I rosy. A I love a cream blush. She's super pigmented. She's like a rosy red color and blends out flawlessly. Super good for a natural makeup look, too. I just use a little bit. The best, same branding, same, same idea. The only three products that I really am going to be wearing all summer is blush highlight. They're very lip summer gloss. vibes. Oh, summer well, all really the way. universal. Like that gold right there. That's freaking Christmas summer. It's giving you everything. It, you can wear it at any time. <laughs> it's giving. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I don't know I what it's giving. It. I'm like Woodstock festival vibes. Like Honestly, it's though, giving. Like that's what I'm. In a I just good hope way. that it's giving. I'm me. also. <laughs> it is. You know. I just hope that that's what it's giving. I like it. I like it. <laughs> when you think of Radiate, is there anything you want to come out with next? Like, what's the goal for Radiate five years from now? Where's Radiate? Huge goal for Radiate five years from now would to be in stores, okay. to be in Sephora, obviously have I'm tons more collections for you. out. Yeah. Thank you. Uh-huh. Me too. Uh-huh. Thank you. Me too. And in terms of what's coming for Radiate, I don't know if you guys see the glitter on my eyelids. We but do. Oh, I see. We've got some glitter in the okay. works for okay. sure. I think I need that. And you like dab it? You you can dab it with your finger. Well, I am getting brush, like the whole makeup you want education to. right now, y'all. But I think glitter is very important. And obviously with Radiate, you we're radiating. We got gr- yeah. to glow everywhere. <laughs> you really do. Yeah. You really do. I love that. Okay, so you want to come out with... Can I say eyeshadows? Is that like too bold to say? You can say eyeshadows. I don't know if that's what it's gonna be. Oh, you don't know. Okay. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just driving you away. But <laughs> like, not that comes out with one. I love that. So Maybe just want... a little something involving some glitter, some skin. Okay. Really glowy, natural, but also glowing for wait. the gods. I can't wait to walk into Sephora and go pick up a radiate. And Wild's gonna go pick it up for his girlfriend. Like we're all gonna be going. And I'm be like, I know her. I can't wait. <laughs> I know her. <laughs> um, I do want to ask you just about like you as a person. Yeah. Um, you're in your 20s. How is navigating in your 20s? Like, cause it's yeah. like you're in LA. You're in your 20s. You're kind of a kick-ass business owner. You are a kick-ass business. But it's like, how do you? How are you dealing? 
Yeah. Um, or navigating, rather. Being in your 20s is scary. They don't, like, tell you that when you're coming into your mm-hmm. 20s. You're no just manual, really excited says, to no like, longer be a teen. Yep. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, you're a teenager who's actually an adult. Yep. And that is really scary. A teenager with adult privileges. <laughs> yeah. So navigating that has been an interesting process. I think especially navigating that in this space and having been in this space for so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's It's been interesting. I'm just trying to figure out who I am, what I like to do for fun. You know, what kind of people I like to be around, what places I want to travel. Like, I feel like being in your 20s is just about figuring it out. And that's really what my focus is, is just to focus on myself, figure my mm-hmm. shit out and yeah. like keep launching kick ass makeup products. You know, I love <laughs> it. are you dating at all in L.A.? You know, the thing about that is no, okay. but also <laughs> yes. OK, like me. Yes, like, but no. I like to say that I'm just here for the view like i'm looking but i'm not seeking what's the first thing you do when you're looking for someone to date in la like are you going influencer route are you staying away from an influencer i cannot imagine myself dating a male fluencer (laughs) is a term i'm gonna coin um (gasps) i don't know that might be a little bit out of my my comfort zone which isn't necessarily a bad thing i've never I've never even gone down that road. I've kind of avoided that at all costs. Wait, and not even from? just influencers, like actors, directors. Please no. Okay. I think. Where are you from? I'm from Colorado. Okay. I just, I'm like, okay. I'm from Pennsylvania too. Pennsylvania. And I'm, I'm like, okay. places okay. like that where I'm, I'm like, like. rocks? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just want a little small town granola boy. I feel okay. that. Like, being from a place that isn't super, like, crazy is like. I'm like, no, don't do, do that. I did that. <laughs> yep. Don't do small town granola boy. I'm like, no comment. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? They can also be bad because I've also dated small town granola boy. Is that small town granola boy radiate? A small town (gasps) granola boy could possibly be radiate. Yes. Um, He was a Scorpio. Red blonde. I'm just kidding. I kind of like Somebody told me when I first got into a relationship with him because I was always scared of Scorpios. I think that that one's a scarier sign. They were like, no, Scorpio men are different. And what I have to say to that is whoever told me that, screw you. Because <laughs> Scorpio men are not different. I was going to say, I heard Scorpio men are very like intense, but very romantic. Is that not true? So I wouldn't use either of those oh. words Damn. to describe um, okay. a Scorpio okay. Give us your adjectives. <laughs> Going on another route. Yeah. All right. All in right. fact, maybe like the opposite of intense and or romantic. Oh, she's like the exact opposite of that, actually. <laughs> What's your sign? I'm an Aquarius. An Aquarius. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Like, I think that's the number one thing you have to do when you start dating someone new is, like, look up what their sign is. You need to look up their Venus sign. I've literally never done that. I've never done that, y'all. But I'm telling you, if you were to do that again. You should be. You might save yourself some time. Some heartache, right? I would have. It's the Venus sign for me. That's what you need to look for. That's okay. what you need to look for. If you're she was saying date, that to me earlier. I was. Yeah. We were talking about dating, and I go, Oh, she gives everybody to run, uh, and I'm like, I am a... Gemini, Pisces, Gemini. You're yep. crazy. Okay, wait, I love Gemini. <laughs> but we both have a Venus and Taurus, which means, like, I don't know. It's just the worst. I've also dated a Taurus. He was very passive. Very passive. Does that mean that you're passive in love if your Venus so, is in Taurus? Literally us. I'll be married to someone for six years, and I'll be like, that's not my boyfriend. And it's like, uh, <laughs> literally me every day. She's going to watch this, but you know. <laughs> no, but your Venus is in Pisces, so you just need to, like, 
not overly romanticize things you said wow Mm. yes yeah that's exactly it because i just can see i'm a pisces sun so i know anyway we'll get off the astrology i have a question what is the influencer scene like though like are people friendly do you you think you found or made good connections and bonds with people that you've met yeah i mean i've definitely made some lifelong friends from the industry like no doubt about it i've also had experiences that maybe left an icky taste in my mouth Mm. i think Honestly, as crazy as the influencer space seems, it's just like any other worker job space. There's going to be people that you approach to work with and they're going to be stone cold or not very friendly. And there's also going to be people that are super nice and super wonderful. There's also going to be people with the wrong intentions. Like it's just like anything else. But for the most part, the influencer space has been really good to me. I haven't met a whole lot of bad, bad people whatsoever. When you're coming from Colorado... Yeah. That to me just screams like wholesome, sweet. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, right. Like, what was your worst experience in LA when it comes to that influencer or even makeup culture? Like, was there someone who ever, obviously, don't have to say a name? Um, you know, I'm trying to think. I think, I think for me, it was honestly my first, and not even that it was like a specific person whatsoever, but when I had first moved out here and then I was here for like a year and a half, two years, and then my YouTube kind of started taking off and I went to my first fashion week. And that was the biggest panic attack I have ever had to this date was at that first fashion week that I went to because I think that the space can just be super intimidating and overwhelming and especially in an environment like Mm -hmm. that where you're bringing in every influencer from every state, every country into one place and there's all these events and lists people are trying to get on and, and, you know, everyone's, everyone's there for work and for business and right. taking it very Fashion seriously. Olympics. It really, it, it was a lot for me. I was like, oh my God, I thought that this was going to be like all fun and games. It is not, it is business. Like you got to put your head up, not let anything get to you, not let dirty looks get to you, like none of that stuff. So I think if anything, Fashion Week is probably always my craziest experience as an influencer. I love it. I have so much fun. I love going and seeing all the fits that girlies put together and going to all the shows and events and everything, but it's definitely an intimidating environment. I do want to touch on mental health just a little bit more when it comes to the OCD thing, because I'm someone who also has OCD, and I think anyone who's listening could really... I have not heard any influencer talk about OCD specifically. Is there sort of a disconnect when it comes to OCD, which is obsessive compulsive like disorder, when it comes to content creation? Because you're just like overthinking constantly, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that has been one of the biggest hurdles that I've had to to deal with consistently and even still now a lot of the times because OCD is also always changing with mm-hmm. you and and. And so different things will evolve and I'll have to work on different areas where OCD is affecting my life. But content for sure is a huge one. I mean, everything from, oh, the camera doesn't feel like it's in the right spot. Let me adjust this for 45 hours. Mm -hmm. It would literally, I think when my YouTube videos were like 25 minutes long, that doesn't really happen anymore. But back in the day when people like that long form, almost like TV Mm -hmm. style YouTube video, those videos would take me like I'm not kidding you like 80 hours wow. to edit like I was like spending my time and not because I'm like crazy perfectionist I couldn't edit it it was my OCD 100% being like oh if that clip's in there then the video's not right mm. gotta delete gotta go back oh gotta change the song for this clip for whatever reason like just different things <laughs> like, who does that sound like, like? Like literally and, and Love her, but like, that can take a huge toll totally. on you mentally, especially when the person that you're filming and the person that you're editing and critiquing and being 
obsessive about is right. yourself you right, know right that that definitely took a huge toll and then in other areas too affected like my body dysmorphia and like eating issues like definitely bled into a lot of other areas in my life and still something I'm trying to get a hold of and figure out how to manage having severe OCD and being a content creator I'm sure I'll listen to this like 80 times and be right. like did she say the right thing? Well, if someone <laughs> is listening right now that maybe maybe it's OCD, maybe it's something else, but they want to be just like you. They want to come out with a makeup brand. They want to, you know, really thrive through their mental health issues. What would be your number one thing that's really helped you through your journey? Because you've obviously had success. You know what you're doing. I honestly would love to know, too. Like, what are, what's one thing that you would say to someone who wants to be in your shoes with a mental health disorder? Yeah, I think that as silly and like generic as it is I don't think that you can ever give up there's been a lot of different like strategic things that I've done whether that's like journaling or therapy that have been able to help me through a lot of those things and in times where I was maybe obsessing over something with radiate and couldn't get it off my mind just like stepping away for a second and reminding yourself that it's okay to not have everything done or everything figured out all at once I think the biggest thing with mental health is you have to know whatever your mental health issue is, if it's like depression mm -hmm. or anxiety, like you have to know when you need a break. And the most important thing is when you give yourself that break, you can't beat yourself up throughout the entire process because that's that. not really a break. You yeah. know what I mean? Wow, I'm really writing that down. Yeah, for no, I'm like, that was that's it. Like that really was it's good. so important because if you, if you take a break, but you beat yourself up for taking the break, then you didn't actually take a break. You just put anxiety somewhere else. Right. So. I do think a lot of influencers talk about mental health, but then they don't specify what exactly. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm really going through a mental health thing, which I really do appreciate them being open. Right. But being specific, I think that's really helpful. I'm yeah. glad you touched on that. Yeah, I think it's important. I think, you know, more creators sharing about mental health is is so important. And I'm, I'm more than happy to do that. <laughs> yeah. How important is it to you or for you to you? I don't know what I'm trying to say. How, how important is it to you to, like, collaborate with other people in the influencer space? I know you are cool with Ember Chamberlain. Are you guys still... Friend. Yeah, she's a good friend of mine, but I think that for the most part when it comes to like my social platforms Like I really just focus on me mm -hmm. and that's kind of where I direct my content I've collabed with like many friends in the past yeah. and I think that that can be super fun But for the most part I like filming by myself, I especially with my OCD I'm Right, like, no, I'm like it makes sense. I'm like I can't be obsessing <laughs> about me and you <laughs> and the content that we're making together Like let me just focus on me. So, so hard. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think there are creators that like thrive off of having other people in their videos and mm -hmm. not that I don't, but I just enjoy creating content by myself. <laughs> what things are you passionate about outside of fashion, beauty, makeup and things like that? Because I'm just thinking about like for myself, like I'm like, I love doing this like entertainment shit, but like, I don't know, maybe I want to like Paint open mark. up. Well, that or even also like open up a recreational center or like do community work. Plant like what things. what things yeah. are you passionate about? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the biggest thing that I'm passionate about is my dog Napa, but I know that that's a cheat answer. <laughs> so what kind of dog? I'll back out of that one. She's a rescue mutt. She's some kind of collie. Is that mix. the one you stole from family or just a, just a new dog? You got? She's the one I stole, quote unquote, from family. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't steal her. By the way, her sister is here. Everybody. <laughs> I know, and she's pissed because she knows that I did steal the family dog, but I didn't because every. Everyone in the family said, 
you have to be the caretaker because I was the one that wanted the dog. Oh, great. So when I came out here for a summer, my mom was like teaching me a lesson and she was like, you have to take Napa, my dog, with you because you said that you would, you would be responsible. Oh. So then all of a sudden I'm not coming back and my mom's like, all right, ship Napa home. I'm like, you're out <laughs> oh, of yeah. your mind. You're out of your like. mind. We've been struggling together. I feel like. Yeah, no, she, she's been right by my side this whole way. So very passionate about her, very passionate about all animals. I love dogs mm -hmm. specifically. Big woman for that. Me too. Um, and another huge passion of mine is fitness, which is also maybe kind of a cheat answer. But I, no, it's I love all, fitness. I love working out. That really saved my life during the pandemic. Um, just being able to move my body. I had never really worked out before. I had like mm -hmm. worked at a fitness studio, but I'd never really like taken my health seriously. And the pandemic gave me this like really good amount of time where I was just by myself to kind of force myself to do something yeah. physical and moving and keeping my body active and getting healthy changed the way I feel changed the way I think changed my mindset so that's a huge thing and I love getting other people who maybe also like me in the past hated working out into a routine that they love and that they can yeah. you know stay consistent with I feel like I just started working out like a couple years ago but before that it was like Pizza, wings, yep. like, like living my life. What's your favorite go-to workout in LA? I do Barry's Boot Camp, like nobody's mm -hmm. business. In fact, most of the people that follow me are probably sick of seeing me at Barry's. <laughs> but it is like a second home for me. I love the music. All the instructors are hot if you want to go oh, to Barry's, ladies or gentlemen. Um, yeah, so Barry's is a great spot. It's like a treadmill, like high-intensity weightlifting workout. It's I really love fun. it. One last question. And then, or am I good with one last question? You got oh, no. I might have another question. Oh, that's fine. Okay, okay. go ahead. Okay, good. I don't want it to end. Good. <laughs> I could probably come up with another one, too. <laughs> but kind of like a wrap-up. Where do you see yourself in your career? Like, what is, if you, you know, genie in the bottle kind of thing, manifestation, like, where do you want to be top-notch where you see yourself? Top-notch where I see myself is... The best you. Okay, the best me is acting full-time as okay. well as running Radiate full-time. Okay. And obviously, I still want to create content for all the people that follow me but definitely leaning more into the creative side and in, in acting is really important to me moving forward i would love to be on like a big hbo series or something i, I was going to ask okay. that like what do you plan on going back and oh acting God, are you taking yes. acting classes now like what is the, the acting yeah trajectory? i never i never left that or abandoned it i've been working on it the whole time i've been working on radiate and mm -hmm. everything with all my socials but um, still really in acting are classes. Oh, I, I just, there's too much to do in this yeah. life. Yep. That's uh -huh. exciting, I you know? It. So, yeah, acting, would love to be Arya in Game of Thrones. That would have been a dream Ooh, role for me. Wow. Okay, okay. Obviously, that show's already been made, but <laughs> you're like, they make another like one, off. you know? <laughs> um, anything, yeah. I love, I love acting, specifically drama. I would love to cry on screen. Mm. You're like, please. <laughs> so <kidding>. Anyone? <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. What are you doing with the rest of your summer? I'm traveling a little bit. I'm about to go to Croatia for the first time. Going to New York, maybe Italy. Ooh. That one's not for sure yet. Okay, I'm spending okay. just an, all of my time with Napa and my sisters. They oh, can't get rid that. of me. My <laughs> other sister, Kaylee, who's not here, she uh, just moved here from New York. So... I'm gonna force her to spend way more time with me than she wants to this summer. I want your sister to be my sisters. They're like the nicest people. Like mm -hmm. your I'm so the lucky, seriously. Because yeah, right. some people get like they don't hit the lottery with their siblings. siblings that, yeah, I feel and both that. of my sisters yes. are like my backbone. Like I couldn't survive without them. So 
super grateful. Um, Amanda, but tell the people where where can we get Radiate? Where is it available? Where can we find? I know it's we know it's sold out, but like it's sold out right now. How soon can we expect to restock? A second drop in the near future, and that's shopamandapavlard.com. Okay. And then any of my socials are just my name, so at Amanda Pavillard. Come find me. Come hang out. We'll have a good time. It'll be fun. I'm, I'm telling you, if this highlighter looks half as good on you, which it like it looks funny. insane <laughs> on you. I need to, your I cheek need is kind of popping on this side. I don't know about the other side, but this side I'm popping. Like, yeah, it, it's crazy. I love it so much, and there's not a I skin tone it. that it looks bad on. So. I need it. Yeah. I'm Thank like, you let's so test this out. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I told you, come over here. I'll no, put some on. <laughs> Amanda, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm kidding. I thank so you guys. So this was awesome. Thanks for tuning in with us at TMZ Verified. Be sure to check out new episodes that come out every Wednesday on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe, tell us what you think, and yeah, we're excited to have you along this journey with us. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.